When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, technically I'm on vacation, but I feel bad about leaving you without a podcast on a Friday. So, this is it it's been a pseudo vacation anyway. I've been doing podcasts every day and doing recordings with Tom. I'm just taking a little time off to do some things around the house and spend a little time with my wife, but uh, today we're just going to do a couple of questions. We're going to do a quick Q&A session here on Talking Real Money, the podcast. Uh, I've got two questions picked out. So they were uh, called in, by the way. These were called in to 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. But you can also send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Let's get started with the first one. Hi, Don. This is Craig, uh, formerly of Puyallup, now living blissfully in the mountains outside Cleellum. Uh, got a question, not about my own finances, but a lot of my peers are starting to talk to their kids about finances and investing, and they're a little bit lost. And frequently, though, they know I listen to you guys, and they'll come and and uh, you know start asking me where to begin the discussion. And and uh, you know something I've found, and if you have a better idea, let me know. But where I found it helpful is I just pull up a you know bank rate compound interest calculator and kind of start the discussion there. Uh, you know, put in different variables and show them, you know, if you invest this small amount over this amount of time, you know, here's what it is when you're 65 and, and look at what you've contributed versus what, you know, interest has accrued. And, you know, it, it, it branches out into some good discussions around time in the market, around percentages, around, you know, yields, Roth versus traditional, all that. Um, but the question is, you can choose in a compound interest calculator either compounding daily, monthly, quarterly, or annually. And for the first time, someone said, well, how do you know it's daily? Because I've always just put in compound daily uh, for anything that's invested in the market. And I really didn't know how to answer that. So I'm, I'm curious, are there different investment vehicles compound in a standard way, either daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annually? Is anything in a brokerage account going to be the same all the time? Uh, just wondering how I answer that and kind of what the rationale is in the industry for how frequently something compounds. Uh, as always, love the show. Appreciate any uh, help you can give me there, and uh, we'll continue listening. Thanks. Bye. I think that showing kids how their money would compound uh, using a, an online compound interest rate calculator, I use the one at the calculatorsite.com. But I think that's a great idea because it appeals to the one thing we have almost from birth, and that's greed. Uh, so that's great. Also, you know, if they're an older kid and they're fully reading, financial physics is an easy read, and you can get a free copy of it at uh, TalkingRealMoney.com or a free interactive copy in the Apple Bookstore. So you could check those out, or you can buy it at Amazon or other booksellers. Uh, as for compounding, I always use compounded daily. But because mutual funds can compound daily, they don't always do it. 
because they get dividends in and when they get them in or when they take a capital gain, they immediately reinvest it. So I use compounding daily. It's not going to make a huge difference if you compound daily or monthly. It's fractions, fractions, fractions of a percent. But I always use daily just for the heck of it. Um, so I hope that answers your questions. I appreciate the call. And I think it's so smart to get going with your kids early to let them appreciate the value of money in the future. The other thing you need to get ingrained in their psyche, though, is the difference between investing and speculating. And schools do a horrible job of this. So it's up to the parents to convince your children that it is not gambling. It is a process of putting money in things that either pay interest because you're borrowing money from someone or that have the potential to grow more valuable of their own volition are of the company's efforts, not just because some other idiot wants to buy it, uh, like Bitcoin or Ethereum or Dogecoin or whatever. Thank you for the call. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And uh, let's take another one. Hello, Don and Tom. Thank you so much uh, for all the information you share on your podcast and your video cast on YouTube. Very enjoyable. Really, really enjoy the show. This is Larry calling from Connecticut, and I have a question about when to take Social Security, because I know there's a big disagreement on that among, among many people, whether I should take it at um, 66 years old or wait till you're 71. Uh, just doing the math quickly, if you have gotten to your 40 points on uh, on Social Security and you're getting in roughly, let's say, $36,000 a year, after you take out your taxes and your Medicaid payment, you'd have roughly $28,000 a year. If you didn't need the funds and you put that into the market, let's say at a 6% return, low cost, um, I think after five years, you'd have approximately $165,000 to $170,000. Okay. So you'd have that when you're 71. The individual that is weighted to 71 would have to start you know, squirreling his money away and, and investing it. I don't see how the guy that waits or the individual that waits 71 can ever possibly catch up with you. Because on that lump sum of 165 to 170, you're going to have a return of approximately $10,000 a year. Um, I, so I, I just simply don't see the math uh, working out for waiting if you don't need the funds. I'd just love to hear your observation on it. Maybe I'm missing something. Again, love your show. Thank you so much. Oops, one other thing. Have you guys thought about letting the robots do the show and you guys just read the email? Just putting that out there. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, my. This question comes up all the time. And by the way, thanks for the nice comments about the show. It all depends on how you figure it. Now, you were kind of generous because remember, if you wait, for, for me, for example, it's 66 and four months when I can take my full retirement, my full Social Security. The difference between those is 8% per year. And I'll just give you actual numbers. My full retirement age payment would be $2,840 a month. If I wait until 70, it rises to $3,840 a month, an additional $1,000 a month. Now, if I invested that at 6%, if I started at 66.4, 66 and 4 months, I invested that I, I, at 6%, I'd end up at about $153,000, which is 
you know, it's going to be about nine thousand a year extra in at six percent versus twelve thousand a year extra waiting until I'm seventy. But remember, the eight percent is absolutely guaranteed by the U.S. government. Your six percent to expect a six percent rate going forward requires accepting a pretty decent degree of risk, risk of loss, which can happen. You can lose money. The other is certain. Now, I went ahead and figured it at 2%, which is a relatively reasonable safe money rate today. And if I did that, I'd have $141,000 at 70. I would be taking in, if I just got 2% from my money thereafter, I'd be taking in about uh, $3,400 a month versus $3,840 if I waited for Social Security. Even if, like, let's say I live another 20 years, to get to where my Social Security is would require me drawing down my entire accumulated principal over the next 20 years, which would actually end up reducing my income. So it all depends on how you calculate it. And we like to calculate it based on safe money rates because that's more apples to apples. The 8% per year that you gain is not a risky 8%. It's a guaranteed 8%. And there aren't many places where you can get an 8% guarantee. But yes, if you get lucky between 66 and 70, you have a very good market. You make more than 6 or 7 or 8 or 9 or 10%. You could be in much better shape, but it requires taking risk. And that's the thing we're trying to avoid to make the comparison fair. Yes, you can do better. But if you want to do it absolutely safely and you don't need the money, it's better to wait till 70. Oh, and I forgot to mention one other thing. I don't plan to retire until I'm over 70. I'm not going to completely stop working. And I anticipate I'll have enough income that if I started at full retirement age, a big chunk of what I'd earn would go to the government, making my return much, much lower, much lower, which puts me in an even worse shape situation, whatever. Thank you for your call. Remember, you can call us anytime at 855-935-TALK. Leave your question there. Or you can send it in at TalkingRealMoney.com either by typing it or speaking it into your computer mic. And if you have a very complex scenario with your investments, with your retirement plan, we have, and uh, I hope always will, as far as Tom and I are concerned, always will, uh, provide you with some help for free. We will not manage your money for free. That is a big job, and we deserve to get paid for that. But we will help everybody. We've always done it, and we'll do it without a high-pressure sales pitch. You'll actually, you'll actually walk away from the meeting going, well, wait, they helped me. They didn't sell me anything. So uh, if you want to do that, just go to Vestory.com. That's our advisory firm, Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, and set up an appointment, and we'll arrange to get somebody to talk with you and try to help you figure out where you are today and where you might be in the future in a little more detail. Thanks for listening. Please tell friends. Uh, by the way, the live show on Saturday on Como Radio and next week's first two podcasts will uh, will be hosted by Tom. I'm actually taking a real live Saturday off to go uh, 4th of July or 3rd of July with my wife. 
We're going to go down to the farmer's market and go out to lunch and hang out downtown and then go out for fire, watch, watch the fireworks in the park later. So um, uh, join Tom on Como Radio from noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. Call him at 855-935-TALK. Thanks so much for listening. Tell a friend or many. And if you really like what you hear, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It's only going to take a few minutes, and it really does help build the audience, get more people involved in managing their money as they should be managing their money. I'm Don McDonald, and I just kind of hang out, even when I'm on vacation, talking real money. Talking real money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?